0: It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat.
1: You know that damn BTS. I already oh. have that stupid... I don't want to say stupid song because it's actually a really good pop song, but I have the dance song in my head already because this morning on our show, we played it four times in total because a lot of people were asking for it. So that's what we do. If it's a new song and people tend to like them and BTS is one of those groups, uh, we will play it. And I already think I have it in my head for the entire weekend. So that's fun.
2: You know i I'm Good on them. They did a whole song in English, which was great for their career. However, probably not easy to do. Uh, I couldn't sing a song in Korean or English for that matter, but
1: yeah. And you know what? It's a, it's a, it's impressive and B it's smart. It's smart to do that because you had a lot of people here, like in Canada, for example, who love BTS, love BTS and listen to their music, even though it's not in English. Now that they're doing English tracks, or I should say at least they have this one. I'm sure they'll sprinkle a couple of English tracks out there. It's, it's brilliant They're, they're, they're set to dominate this group. They really are.
2: Let me read a text message that we got to our FM radio show today on 91.5 The Beat. Hey, guys, just wanted to say I loved yesterday's podcast. I'm 34. I've been listening to the radio since I was 13. Always love listening to Scott and Kat. I love Dave as well. When Kat came along, it was great. I agree with you guys. Radio won't go anywhere. There's something to be said about listening to it. I loved your podcast, but I haven't listened to anyone else. I also have SiriusXM. Kat, I wouldn't normally pay for it. It's usually way too expensive, but every now and again they offer a deal for $5 right, a month, right, which right. isn't bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, my name's Amanda. Hope you guys never leave the beat. I have social—I have no social media, so this is the only way I can reach you. Aww. P.S., I, make, I miss you guys making fun of Angelo. I <laughs> wish he could come to the beat. You
1: know, I miss making fun of Angelo too. Every now and again I'll just send him a text just for fun.
2: Yeah, why not? It's fun to screw with him sometimes. <laughs> I do every now and again. Every now and again. <laughs> he had the quarantine 15 before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> come
1: on.
2: Hey, buddy, come on. Don't make fun of me. Come, on. come go, on. Why
1: do you go sit in the cake, Scott? Is what he would say.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Bro. Yeah, that's cool. Making fun of me. Oh, okay. (laughs) In any case, uh, yeah, no plans for Angelo to join us anytime soon, I don't think. But uh, you never know. The bosses don't always consult us on these decisions. And uh, that's good. He's got a job. Uh, Let's talk about a bunch of different things in this edition of After 9. Let's see here. Where do you want to start? Do you You want to to start start off with
1: with with, the the waffles?
2: Yeah, let's do that. (laughs) Blue waffles. Blue waffles. You know,
1: Major companies, major corporations probably want to cross check some things, some ideas, some branding. And we've had stories like this, whether it's something that pops up on a website, something for sale. We just talked about something that was on sale at Walmart on their website as a third party. There's got to be people cross checking these things. Enter Kellogg's. Kellogg's is out with a new line of frozen waffles. Okay. They're colorful waffles. There's two different kinds. You can get the unicorn waffle, which is a pink waffle you can always you can also get the mermaid waffle which is a blue waffle and right on the box it says Mm -hmm. blue waffles Mm -hmm. now maybe what's the problem
2: with that maybe
1: you actually don't know that that's a thing you're going and your point being because you're thinking that sounds cute right except for the fact that blue waffle is actually widely known as a slang term for a female sti
2: A female STI. That's
1: a nice way to put it. And in Urban Dictionary, actually, if you like, you can go to scottandcat.ca. If, let's say, you are uh, at work right now and you don't want to, like, Google Blue Waffle or anything weird, you're worried about that, you can go right to scottandcat.ca and see in Urban Dictionary. It appears to be, it says, an STI or STD on and in the vaginal region. The disease and infection is fictional and overly exaggerated. It is a term for a vaginal infection. You could use it in different ways. Example, John said, oh shit, did you hear? Andrea says, what? John says, Susie has a blue waffle. She's a, <laughs> she's a total slut. <laughs> That's one example of how you would use the term blue waffle. Now that well, people- said- Why would
2: they use waffle as a reference to female genitals? You know,
1: I don't know where it started from. And to be honest with you, I didn't hear it often. Like growing up, that wasn't really a thing uh, for us anyway. We just, I mean, I'd heard people, you know, being called a a slew or a slut or a skank or a tramp or a trollop or whatever. (laughs) Some of those a lot more than others, but um, never heard a, a blue waffle often growing up anyway. But I guess in some parts, that's what it was. Oh, she got a blue, you know, she got the blue waffle. That's a thing.
2: I just don't understand the waffle reference. I mean, I've heard it called a burger before because when she lays sideways, it looks like a little burger. Um, but never a waffle. That, that's interesting. Um, okay, Kellogg's, how did you guys not know that, though? Did you guys seriously have a meeting, launch this new product, and and nobody raised their hand during the Zoom meeting or at the table and said guys just, just so, you, so know. Like, just,
1: you might want to make that like a i don't a yellow waffle a, an orange waffle even something else to go with the pink one maybe avoid the blue nope
2: seriously we even avoided that controversy ourselves when we first started working together somebody suggested oh scott and kat you guys can call yourselves scat for short <laughs> no we're
1: not we knew we knew better
2: He had no idea either. He thought he was making a legitimate, good idea suggestion. Maybe he should work at Kellogg's. He's not doing anything anymore anyway. There you go. Uh, Kellogg's. You know, I've said it a million times. You can have a multi-million dollar company, but when you entrust it to unpaid interns, you know, you're going to run into trouble here, everybody. And and sometimes you got to double check everything to make sure that you're good before you put these things out on the shelves. Unless they just wanted the attention. Maybe they did. Maybe they're trying to market this new waffle to the STI crowd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, it's for, you know, oh, I got an infection and I'm starving. Oh, Kellogg's is my go to company. I'll go get some waffles. <laughs>
1: the only thing that will help is medication and this blue waffle from Kellogg's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fuck. Unreal. Unreal. Uh, do you know who Jer Balsanaro is? Not a clue. The president of Brazil. He's being accused of being insensitive and probably somewhat misinformed because he was at an event the other day and picked up an adult dwarf thinking it was a child.
1: (gasps) Oh my God. (laughs) First of all, first of all, okay, many things, many things is there first of all is there video uh,
2: I, I think there is okay i haven't so, seen it
1: fine L- why would you even pick up a child even if it was a child let's say it was a child why under the circumstances of 2020 would you even move to pick up a child and carry a child that's not what we do right now
2: no no and second it's not
1: that's a fucking man or woman it's a
2: person. It's an adult person. You picked them up like they were the child and and held them up like fucking Simba from the Lion King. What is wrong with you?
1: I got to Google this. I got to see if there's
2: (laughs) Jair Bolsonaro is his name. He's the president of Brazil. You know, it occurs to me that the political divide is so crazy. I mean, let's put that in local terms. Had Justin Trudeau Doing one of those slimy politician things or Doug Ford doing a slimy politician thing. That's why they all pick up kids and kiss babies and shit. Had one of them done it, this would have been a massive uproar around the world. Maybe uh, the news networks are not paying much attention to Brazil right now. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: I'm watching it. It's fabulous. <laughs> it's, uh, you know what? What does I will the dwarf say, do? Is the, he like, hey, put me down? The, I will say the guy that got picked up, he seemed okay with it. He just kind of gave a little rock on, right on symbol, and and then he was put down, and and maybe he, I don't even know if at that point the president knew <laughs> wasn't a kid. I don't know.
2: That's uh, totally something I could picture Trump doing. Yeah. You you can just picture Trump like, hey, look at that kid over there. I'm going to go pick him up. It'll be a great little photo op. He's got a MAGA hat on. (laughs) That's that's a 40-year-old man, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Three men in Florida who are convicted criminals decided their life of crime was not over yet. So they broke into a house. They got together and said, you know what? We're going to break in and steal their shit. They still had their GPS ankle bracelets on.
1: Oh, come on. You know,
2: you'd think at this point, criminals would have advanced to a higher level of intelligence. The whole game is supposed to be criminals raise theirs and then the police have to catch up to continue catching them. But it almost seems like we're going in reverse and they're getting stupider. You idiot. You broke into a house with your ankle bracelet on that was court ordered from your last crime. Um, How did you expect to not get caught? How you, Can you have an ankle bracelet on and not realize you're wearing an ankle bracelet? Is it like a watch where sometimes you forget, oh, shit, my watch is on. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I shouldn't do the dishes well, right now.
1: Maybe to a point where you're so – you you've committed so much crime that it feels like it's not even there anymore. <laughs> After a while, you just don't even feel it because you've worn it for so many years on and off.
2: So, so, so strange. Um Let's see here. Uh, Chipotle has shared how to make their white rice.
1: Is that a good? Th- is that good at Chipotle? Is that a special like dish? A white I guess rice?
2: somebody likes it because they felt compelled to put the recipe out there. Okay. Um, if it's as simple as it sounds, guys, white rice was not difficult at all. <laughs> not. It's not, not hard not to make all. white rice. Add water and cook it down. It's really that simple. If you want to be fancy. Use like a a stock of some sort or a broth and you'll you'll make yourself a fantastic little risotto. But it's not hard to make white rice. I I really don't understand why this is a thing. But some people are very, very excited about this. Okay. What do you do to cure your hangover?
1: Oh, God. Um, Okay, so hair of the dog never works for me. I've tried that before. Uh, Honestly, I just I need to sleep as much as possible. And greasy food sometimes works as well.
2: Greasy food, I think, is the go-to for most people. Uh, My dad's got this old expression that uh, um, uh, Guinness and an Egg McMuffin is the ultimate hangover cure. It will make it go away.
1: Guinness and an Egg McMuffin. That's great.
2: Uh, Finland researchers have just wrapped up a study on potential cures for hangovers. And they say there is one that truly gets the job done. Okay. It's available at health food stores. It's called it's an amino acid. It's called L cestine. L cestine? The letter L hyphen C Y S T E I N E. And they found that when people used it after they drank heavily, it got rid of their headaches and nausea very, very, very quickly. Really? They say it's also supposed to be good for your skin, your hair, and your nails. All right. These are all things we're interested in.
1: Yeah. Like, am I even going to be able to get it since this news
2: has come out? (laughs) And all things that you do take care of before a night of drinking. (laughs) You do your hair, you do your nails, the whole nine yards, right? Yeah. Uh, If this actually works, that's good. I'm at a, I'll be honest with you. I'm at a weird phase in my life right now where maybe I just have spent far too long building up my tolerance that I can drink and drink and drink and not even feel drunk. But wake up the next morning so hungover I'm on the couch all day. Oh, that's A, not good. A, I never used to get hungover. B, I used to get drunk. So it's almost like everything has completely flipped around.
1: Oh, that's not good at all. You're missing all the good parts about it and just keeping the shit parts.
2: This is the thing. It's very, very frustrating. Did, did we change alcohol when we changed the hand sanitizers? Is it because they're using all the alcohol to make hand sanitizer now? I don't know. It's really only happened in the last little while. Oh fuck! Maybe I just drank too much during the pandemic. <laughs> maybe I actually did increase my tolerance to an unrealistic or unattainable level. But yeah, I, I go straight to the hangover without the drunk part, the fun part in between. Oh man, I haven't that, texted that any exes or anything. Oh, it's fucked up, dude. That sucks,
1: man. I actually, I feel. For
2: you, yeah. Well, thank you, Cat, for your um, support.
1: Try to cleanse. Maybe, maybe do like a cleanse. Do like a do like a few weeks complete cleanse, and then just see how drunk you can get after that. Just fucking give her.
2: Well, you know, it almost sounds like a challenge in a way, it does. doesn't it? Like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to set out to get fucked up. <laughs> like, I'm just going to try and get to a point where I don't know my name or where I am or anything. Just to see if it's still possible or if something changed where it's just not even possible anymore.
1: You should do Zambuca. That works every time. I'm always just... It's not good. You should try Zambuca. Try a different kind of alcohol. Maybe that's it. Maybe you're maybe
2: body's that's like, it. Yeah. I've built up an immunity to red wine and vodka. That's oh, it. That's, that's it. What it
1: is. Exactly. Let's
2: talk a little bit about dating for a second. They asked people about attraction, and there was five thousand people that took this survey from twelve different countries. And they found that your smell really does play a role in sexual attraction. Mm-hmm. A great Natural scent, they say, is a weapon of mass seduction, particularly for men. Just over half of women, 53%, say they prefer their guy to smell au natural. Only 53% want him, I'm going to say, cologne-less, cologne less I think that's what that means by au naturel.
1: Exactly. I'm guessing not a lot of the even, you know, like a a gel or a hairspray for guys sometimes can contain a lot of scent. Right. So like a scentless that versions of that. And also and some people still use some people still use aftershave and stuff like that.
2: 63 percent of men would prefer their females be themselves. And let their natural scent do the talking.
1: Yeah, I usually, I don't wear perfume, for example, unless it's a special occasion. I don't wear it on a daily basis. I have my deodorant and I feel like hopefully that's enough. And my shampoo smells great from what I can tell. So I don't go above and beyond it. But when you, I mean, you know what it's like though, when you pass someone by that does use that every single day and it slaps you in the face, it's too much.
2: I like a a little bit of scent, especially if it's a nice scent. Because let's be honest, some colognes don't smell the same on different people. I wear Escape, classic Calvin Klein Escape from the 90s. -hmm. Still wear it all the time. To me, it still smells great. But people have pointed out to me, wow, you smell really good. What cologne are you wearing? And when I say Escape, they say, oh, I never would have guessed that that was escape because it smells different on me than it does on other people. Now, that could be because I've worn it for so many years that maybe my body has come up with a neat reaction to it. Or maybe we all just have our own unique scent, and it turns out that the majority of women – Want to smell your unique smell? They don't want the interesting the the cologne up one.
1: Interesting. On that note, by the way, when you mentioned escape and you said, yeah, it's from the '90s, whatever. But I mean, scent a good scent is a good scent. So I yeah. don't think it matters that those companies have come out with new scents. It doesn't mean new is better when it comes to the perfume world and cologne world. For example, like I one of my favorites is still Ralph. Ralph Lauren Ralph. Yeah, the OG it's a classic. The original. I still have it and that's one that I keep on hand all the time. And then I'll try other ones on top of that, but that's one that's always been with me since I even started wearing perfume whenever that was back in high school maybe. That's it. That, so I think that there's something to be said for those classic scents, too. And also scent and memory, they go hand in hand, too, right? When you spray that on, maybe it gives you good memories or good feelings about events that you've been at or things you've done. I think there's something to be said for that, too.
2: Of course. People have a really, really sensitive memory when it comes to things like that, particularly if it affects the senses. Uh, one thing I will say about Escape is, you know, we're talking about a cologne that's over 30 years old and it's still 100 bucks a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Then you get s- some the of the same. newer, yeah, but then you yeah. get some of these newer scents like, oh, fuck, look, Rihanna's putting out a perfume. That's $19.99 on the shelf when you walk into shoppers.
1: I know. I feel like that shouldn't be a good thing.
2: I agree with you. Are we just using cheaper materials? I don't know. But anyway, back to this scent. Not having a good scent, body scent, is going to have a huge negative impact, particularly on a man's sex life. Hmm. 78% of women say they'd rather go home alone than sleep with a guy who smells bad. Yeah. Nobody wants to fuck the guy who stinks. No, no.
1: I'll I'll tell you a story. I couldn't. Doesn't matter how
2: good looking he is. No,
1: I'll tell you a story I couldn't tell on the radio, really. But um, I'll just say, um, a hairstylist um, that I have gone to in the past used to. She was just one of those people that told me everything. Right, it just was like an open book, basically. When I went there, and you could be an open book with her, and she wouldn't say anything. Um, So she'll she'll remain nameless. But she had this crush on this guy for the longest, longest, longest time, and finally got the chance to date him, and they right away first first day they hit the bedroom and she said cat when he took his shirt off i don't know i guess the shirt was kind of masking the scent of him but he stunk like i and i went through with it i went through with the sex even though he stunk
2: and does but she like smelly sex <laughs> broke up with him no
1: broke it off even though really? she had a crush on this guy it really liked him for a long time she had seen him around. Let's just put it that way. She'd seen him around a lot of time. Finally, she worked at the Courage and actually invited him out on a date. But but then he took off his shirt. She said, "Cat, I couldn't do it anymore." I was holding my breath the entire time and I can't see him again. I can you can't tell someone like that that he that you can't say, "Hey, you smell," because it's too new of a relationship to tell someone you kind of stink. Interesting.
2: Wow, I can't believe she did a hit and run just yeah. because of that. Yeah. That's me- Wow, uh, my, no, I shouldn't say it's messed up. I totally get it. But I'm kind of surprised she went through with it in the first place. You'd think as soon as the tarp comes off and it smells that Whoa. bad, you'd be like, hey. hey
1: <laughs> I'm why feeling we, sick all of a sudden. <laughs>
2: why don't we do something fun in the shower? <laughs> exactly,
1: right? Exactly. There's ways well, around it.
2: It turns around, though. So now we know that. Women will not tolerate a smelly guy. 78% is a very compelling percentage. 78% won't sleep with a guy who smells bad. Men, on the other hand, you know, sometimes I read these surveys and I think we haven't really progressed as a society. You know, in in a way, we're still a bunch of knuckle-dragging cavemen. Guys are far more likely 50% will put up with any stench they have to just to get laid.
1: 5 out of 10. That actually doesn't surprise me at all.
2: 5 out of 10, no matter how bad she smells, are still going to give it to her.
1: Yeah, that does not surprise me.
2: Guys, (laughs) the you please have some fucking standards? (laughs) The bar's so low. So low. And I get it. I mean, it's not easy to get laid these days for some people. So you finally get a live one and you think, okay, here we go. You get a live one. (laughs) Yeah. And then oh shit she oh. stinks <laughs> oh well i'm doing it anyway <laughs> and uh, i'll come
1: back and he'll come back for seconds
2: yeah yeah hey that was good you want to do it again yeah because <laughs> yeah. now you smell even worse wow. <laughs> oh guys come on
0: this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks
2: 88 percent of women say men who are wearing one of these are sexier. What do you think it is?
1: Men who are wearing. Is it. Uh, okay, so it's an article of clothing of some kind?
2: Mm hmm. A hat. Incorrect. Okay. Is that your only guess?
1: I don't know. Uh, a uh, condom. <laughs> uh, uh, what else could it be? Um, a, a tank top. <laughs> That's how about not a tank top.
2: <laughs> how about we. <laughs> a bra. <laughs> how about we think 2020? That'll give you a good hint. A
1: mask!
2: 88% of women say men who wear a face mask in public are sexier than men who don't.
1: That is okay, that's kind of surprising to me. And also, I don't know, like how would you feel if someone said, "By the way, Scott, with the mask on, you look sexier." Like yep. it covers half your face. So what right. are you saying
2: about the face? Um, okay, so you can look at it that way. Absolutely. Or you can look at it in a different way. Like There's a lot of people who can just instantly be drawn to somebody's eyes. Oh, their eyes. They just got me. It was like they were staring into my soul. You've all seen a rom-com. You know that that's a thing. However, some people, as great as their eyes may be, have kind of messed up teeth. Or as great as their eyes might be and their hair. Oh, they look like they're the perfect package. They got a giant beak on them. Oh, that nose. I don't think so. No. So the mask covers it up. In a way, it's almost like um, uh, a a woman who's wearing something that leaves a lot to the imagination. And you just start thinking, "Mm, what do they look like under there? Yeah, I'll bet that looks great. Yeah. You can almost sort of talk yourself into it, whereas they might not have gotten a shot had they been au naturel, so to speak. 6% 6% of women, by the way, say they've had sex with a face mask on since the pandemic started. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Hang uh-huh, on a second. Uh-huh. Let's hold the fuck on right now. Was this like a kinky fantasy thing? Or was this like an abundance of caution? Like, oh, I don't know you. You're not in my circle. I don't have a thermometer to take your temperature. So we can do it. Sure. Sure. But you got to have a mask on. Is it one of those? Mm -hmm. Like, I just really want to get laid so bad. It really doesn't even matter who it is. As long as he smells good and has a mask on, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a thing? It could be. It could be. Because, you know, there's that conversation that gets had uh, every single day. Yeah, let's do it. But you got to wear a condom. Okay, sure. Is the new conversation? Yeah, we can do it. But you got to wear a condom. And I want you wearing a face covering. And no, don't just pull your T-shirt up like some people do at the gas station. Hmm. Is it really one of those? You know,
1: I guess so. It doesn't. It does surprise me that way, where women think that way about men. It wouldn't surprise me though if men think that way about women, because some of them do have that strange fantasy thing going. The on. Masks. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of
2: people who are into um, the bondage and shit like that, and masks are a big part of that yeah. in some cases. But a face covering that you're supposed to wear when you go out during the pandemic is very, very different from the mask that people typically wear during sex. I mean, your face covering doesn't have that zipper on it, for example.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But but you know what? That one is handy if you're going out to eat at a restaurant.
2: (laughs) Uh, Speaking of which, the movie theaters across Canada are all reopening as of tonight. What I'm not clear on is, to me, when we reopened the restaurants, it was very, very common sense stuff. Yes, you can take your mask off when you're at the table because the tables are distanced. But when you're not at your table, i.e., if you go to the bathroom or when you first walk in or walk out, you have to have a mask on. That makes perfect sense to me. But how does it work at the movie theater? Are they going to distance people like six seats apart or what if you want popcorn? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the reason they charge as much as they do for popcorn at a movie theater, which costs them virtually nothing to make, by the way, the reason they charge so much for it is because it's a big money maker for them and it helps subsidize the cost of the tickets, which is low, whereas the cost of showing the movies for them is very high. Are people actually going to go into a movie theater and buy popcorn right now? And if they do, what are they like, just pull their mask down to take a bite and then pull it back up again? How's that going to work?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. I think that they're going to have people spaced out. And I think it's doable because no one's going to jam. There's no theaters that are going to be jam-packed. Like we all know that, I think. Um, Apparently concessions will go forward, but they will be pre-packaged. Right, so it's not going to be like from this ginormous popcorn machine and one scoop that, that some person behind the counter scoops into a bag and hands you and there's kernels flying all over the place. So it'll probably be prepackaged from what I can tell and only prepackaged goods, but you can buy them at concession.
2: That's a weird one for me. I'll be honest, I'm not ready to go back to a movie theater. That doesn't seem safe to me, but one thing I will not do is even though I personally don't want to do it, I'm not going to be one of those people calling for it to be shut down. And that's what happens throughout the whole pandemic. Every time something opens up that one person disagrees with, they start demanding that it be shut down. I don't care. If you want to go to a movie, go right ahead. It's not for me, but if you want to go, by all means. I know there's a lot of people who are really – looking forward yeah. to going to a movie.
1: Absolutely. It was pretty split when I was uh, posting it on Facebook earlier. It was pretty split down the middle. There's people saying, oh, hell no, that's not happening anytime soon. Other people were really excited. And there's only a couple of new movies, really, that are going to be coming out this calendar year anyway. But there's going to be some classic stuff that they're going to throw into the theater. And yes, it's going to be distance. I like the fact that it's going to be distance. And for example, I'm looking at like the landmark cinemas, for example, who already have had their floor plans out. So you can take a look at the traditional audio and the recliners, and you'll see where there's seat availability and where there's none. So there's nobody in front of you. I love that. There's nobody beside you for several seats. I think it's three or four seats in between each seat, basically. So you only actually have enough for 20 groups of two to three people in the theater at one time. That's
2: the kind of movie I want to see. It does sound nice as a premise, but I think I might miss that couple making out in front of me (laughs) Or, or that guy that for some reason is like eight feet tall, Sitting in front of me. I'm going to miss that poor fucker. No,
1: I'm all for this as theaters going forward. But personally, I'm not planning to go
2: this year. Let's go to Florida for a second. 38-year-old Rena Sanders is a lawyer in Fort Lauderdale. Monday, though, she led police on a drunken high-speed chase. A cop tried to pull over her Lexus when they clocked her going 80 miles an hour in a 45 zone. She wouldn't stop. She floored it. She got it up to uh, just over 90, then fishtailed and almost crashed. Finally, police had to box her in and they ordered her out of the car at gunpoint. That's not even the wild part of this story. Once they had her in custody, she tried to talk her way out of it. She started name dropping a bunch of celebrities that she claims she hung out with. <laughs>
1: Is that your backup to the backup to the backup plan?
2: (laughs) Well, they're probably not going to believe that I had to pee. They're probably not going to believe there was a bee in the car. I'll just tell them I know Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson was the celebrity she name-dropped to try and get out of this DUI (laughs) high-speed chase.
1: (laughs) Owen Wilson, who by the by, has a criminal record of his own, if if I'm not mistaken.
2: (laughs) She, She thought by saying to the cop who she'd just led on a major high-speed chase, almost caused an accident, and there was speeding as the initial crime. She thought, you know what, officer? Or Sorry, Ossifer, in that case, because she was pretty loaded. <laughs> you know what, Ossifer? I don't think you want to write me that ticket, because, you know, just so you know, I'm friends with Owen Wilson. Mm. <laughs> Have you seen Wedding Crashers? <laughs> mm? You don't want to give me that ticket, do you?
1: Who who would be your who would be your throw out name person and name dropping? It's don't do it to a cop. Just don't because they'll, they'll never they won't be impressed. They don't give a shit.
2: Well, I'm trying to think of who I could name drop that the cop could never get a hold of to verify, but is somewhat believable. Right. Hmm. I
1: would just name that. I would just hope for the best and like name a a couple cops I know. Do you happen to know this person?
2: And then,
1: (laughs) with my luck, it would backfire. They'd be like, "I fucking hate that prick." And I'll be like, "Okay, well, arrest me."
2: That guy got the promotion over me. Fuck him. We're gonna write (laughs) you up for even more now. You're you're a friend of his, eh? Mm.
1: But Owen Wilson, that's new. That's great.
2: Uh, When they got her down to the police station, she demanded that they order her a pizza. Claimed it was her right to have a meal well not during the booking process and pizza isn't necessarily what they're going to give you uh this is a very 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 demanding drunken lawyer here i know owen wilson and order me a pizza please just pepperoni
1: (laughs) did i mention i know owen
2: (laughs) actually she also claims that she knows ryan reynolds and dwayne the rock johnson
1: wow
2: oh okay
1: oh okay
2: you know what? I'm kind of like you in that case because uh, obviously between the two of us, we know a ton of different police officers. My problem is trying to remember which jurisdiction I'm in. OK, where I got pulled over here. I'm in uh, Halton. OK, which Halton cops do I know right now? Ooh, oh. And then you got to figure out how to bring it up without making it look like you're bringing it up and trying to name drop to get out of the charge.
1: You know what I do so I don't have to name drop? What do you do? I have the business cards of those people
0: Ooh. with my
1: insurance. Sneaky. So when I hand it over, all the business cards are there. And then they, might, they may or may not go, why do you have all these business cards? What do you What's going on here? What do you do? What's happening? The only time I got super lucky when I got pulled over was I got pulled over into our old station's parking lot.
0: <laughs> and oh,
1: when I pulled in, the cop was like, okay, well, you know, you were speeding. I was like, I know I was speeding and I drive this road every day and there's no excuse for it. I know it's a 60. I know I was probably doing 70. And she goes, nope, you were doing 85. And I you said, fucking well, undersold that on well purpose. fuck me, right? <laughs> Sorry about that. I said, I will take on whatever ticket you give me. I will publicly apologize on the radio. And, and she said, how about this? We'll let you off if you publicly apologize and remind people not to speed this morning. And so anyway, I got lucky and I understand that that is a privileged story because of what I do, but I don't think they would have handed anybody the ticket in that time anyway, because she was also training another officer.
2: Oh, well, don't they they need to learn how to write tickets? That would have been a great example to do.
1: Exactly.
2: Here's how you write up a celebrity. You tack on a few extra kilometers and throw the ticket at them when you give it to them.
1: (laughs) Throw it and then spit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You had this during our FM radio show today. Ben Affleck is actually going to do Batman again?
1: It surprises me, but yes. Um, I, we don't know exactly why he said yes to it, because for a long time he was like, okay, I'm done, I took the bat suit off. Robert Pattinson, for those who don't know, is going to be the Batman in the movie called The Batman that just began production again. They're back on track now. Uh, but he said he'd never do it. But along came this new, the new Flash movie, I'm not as familiar with the flash. I'll be honest with you, I'm into a lot of different superhero things, but mostly if it doesn't involve Batman I'm I'm out. But with the flash, there's a lot of cameos. Ben Affleck will be the Batman in this particular film. Don't no, know just
2: Batman, not the Batman. That's the
1: Robert Batman. Pattinson. that's the movie. The Batman is the movie, but yeah, he's gonna be Batman back in his bat suit. But you know who else is in it though? Who the best Batman that ever was Michael Keaton. Really? He also has a cameo. So I don't know what they plan to do here. If this is just going to be for fun, haha, for gags during the Flash film, or if this is going to be serious, because some rumors say it's going to be serious. The two characters, for those that don't know, who is The Flash? What's his name again? I forget. So anyway, his character, people who know The Flash are like yelling at their, wherever you're listening to this podcast so, from. Um, but he, they have similarities in that their parents were both murdered. So there's a lot of backstory there that they could pull together. Or maybe it's just a light cameo. Anyway, we don't really know, but it is surprising that he's back in the Batman costume for probably just one scene.
2: Huh. Weird. Okay, everybody. That's all we've got for today. Thank you for checking out another edition of After 9. We are on vacation next week. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So no new After 9 podcasts, but that's okay. There's lots of shit to get you through in the archives there, over 300 episodes of After 9. Go back and listen to those. And we'll be back on Monday, August 31st with a brand – are we back on the Monday? I think we are. Yes,
1: yes. We're back on the Monday.
2: I'm so excited for my vacation. I can't remember when it's over. I'm thinking (laughs) about the beginning, not the end. We'll talk to you guys
1: (laughs) in practically September. We'll put it that way. It'll be almost September.
2: One more thing to mention. It looks like early next week. Not one, but two hurricanes are going to hit the U.S. Gulf Coast at the same time. Yikes. A double barrel hurricane hitting Florida. That's rude. Alabama, Mississippi, and Texas. This has been such a stupid year. Like 2020, of course, there's a double barrel hurricane where they're going to hit simultaneously different parts of America. During a pandemic. So, if you're one of our American listeners, we're thinking about you. Be safe, be careful. Don't even bother wearing a mask because it's just going to blow off anyway. Mm. <laughs> Have a good week, everybody. We'll catch you on the 31st. See ya.